Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This is a Lip Media Podcast. And welcome to the Sinister Sissies Podcast, your guide to true crime, horror, and everything man on man and macabre. I'm Jared, your master of depravity, and I'm looking at the youthful face of my dirty, filthy little slave, Sam Hamilton. Thank you for the compliment, Master. Another one this week. Yeah, well, so so I'm, I'm picking out the youthful component today because uh, we're checking out what the kids are into. Yes, well, the kids are into some really fucked up shit. They are. (laughs) They are. Um, So today's episode is on something a bit different from normal. We're looking at the South Korean manhwa, not manga. Okay, there you go. Different cultures. Manhwa uh, called Killing Stalking, which was uh, written and illustrated by this mysterious person named Kuji. Uh, Kuji is a female name. Uh, and the manhwa, which basically means South Korean comic, ran from 2016 till 2019. Well, this girl had a lot of spare time on her hands. Literally, it's like there's maybe 40 chapters or something. There is. And there the is. chapters are like 90 pages. So this is no, you know, no I did quick give, read. I gave Sam the homework of uh, preparing for today and he hasn't quite gotten through all uh, 40 chapters. I have read the entire thing, just for the record. Yeah, so, Jared uh, was getting hot and heavy into it. You were... I, I'm a big... We'll talk about it in a moment, but um, I'm a big fan of this stuff. And it, it fills me with such pride that young girls are into such fucked up erotica uh, as much as this is. Well, also, I just want to add that I'm really grateful um, for our master-slave relationship. You treat me a lot better... A lot, yes. Um, than... Than, <laughs> than what we see in Killing Stalking. We'll briefly talk about what the plot is of Killing Stalking. The story follows Yoon Bum, who is a troubled young man who becomes infatuated by a man named Oh Sang-woo, who he knows from high school but becomes particularly infatuated with uh, during military school when Sang-woo saves him from an assault. 
Yoonbaum's little crush turns into an obsession when he decides to enter into Sungwoo's home while Sungwoo is out of the house. This is basically my romantic fantasy come true, you know. Breaking into someone's house. Finding out they're a serial killer. You oh, know. we haven't got to that bit oh, yet. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Sam has spoiled the big reveal. Um, when Yoon Bum is in uh, Sung Woo's house, he goes down to the basement and that's where he discovers a girl tied up because it turns out that Sun Woo is actually a serial killer. And the girl has really perky boobs. She does have very perky boobs. Uh, Sangwoo comes down and disco- discovers Yoonbum and uh, breaks his legs. And what follows is an incredibly fucked up, sexually graphic at times, Stockholm Syndrome-like relationship, which has many, many layers and incorporates a police investigation as well. And I love it. Uh, so Sam, you've only seen, you've only looked at a couple of chapters of this. Yes, I've only, I've, I've scraped the surface, you know. I, um, what are your thoughts so far, though? It feels a lot, it's a lot, it feels a lot more graphic than it actually is sometimes. Like, it's not that sexually, there's a lot of suggestion and a lot of language and undertones in their relationship, or overtones probably, that suggests a lot of violence, but sometimes it's not actually. Like, I think you're just far too early in the, in the reading yeah, of it. It maybe. gets quite graphic what one thing that i will say is that the manoir does this thing like you see in kind of japanese pornography where the the like the genitals are blacked out of oh, the yeah, graphic there was one page where it was all just blacked out like it looked like it had been done in texture except for like except the <laughs> semen which oh, yeah. you can see there's through. always a lot of semen <laughs> which is this weird thing but yeah look um I'm going to say massive trigger warning for this entire comic. It involves a lot of rape and sexual assault along with murder, uh, injuring, self-harm. Everything that you can warn someone about uh, exists as part of this comic. Yes, it's definitely not for, you know, um, not for those who are easily unsettled. Uh, and I, I, on a whim, started reading this because I've, I heard it as being this, you know, really disturbing comic that kids are into. And I think I was, I was on a Facebook messenger with Sam and I was like, oh, this is kind of, this is kind of violent. There's this like homosexual relationship thing that's quite violent. We can do this for synesthesies. And I think about halfway through, I was like, oh no, this is maybe a bit too rough for sinister disease, and then I came around again. And that's why I'm bringing it to your attention today. Well, look, Sangwoo is... Sangwoo, is that his yeah. name? Sangwoo is basically my dream man, aesthetically at least, you know. He needs a little bit of touch-up work in the personality department. But... There's, they remind me of... Um, so, Yoonbaum reminds me of the, like, incel <laughs> caricature. <laughs> and You said uh, Yoonbaum reminded you of me. Yeah, yeah, an incel. <laughs> uh, and Sangwoo is the, the, the Chad archetype. Mm. Um, even though he is a sadistic serial killer. Yeah, he's charming and no one knows except for that one police officer who's like suspicious. immediately suspicious of him for no real and reason. things happen with that. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it, but things happen with that. Um, and so it, it's, it's a very strange relationship at first. It starts off being that um, Yoon Bum is uh, just a victim of Sangwoo. So he's gone, he's broken into, he has broken into his house, found out that he's a serial killer, um, and then is this, this chained up victim but then over time, and we, we learn why he's like this later on, but over time, Yoonbaum starts to fall in love uh, with Sangwoo and this really, really fucked up relationship 
plays out throughout the comic. Yeah, let's just say they both seem to have daddy issues, and Sangwoo definitely has mummy issues, which she's projecting onto Yoonbom. Yes, yeah. <laughs> there's many kind of layers to this, and it's it's yeah, graphic, sexual, violent stuff. Love it. Five stars. Um, so you might be thinking, who the fuck writes something like this or who illustrates something like this? And I have struggled to figure out who um, this Kuji character is, the the writer and illustrator. Um, I feel she, like that might be an intentional effort from Miss Kuji. Maybe. Yeah. All, all I know is that she she's from South Korea. Uh, she's in her early 20s at some point. Her last name is Ku, hence the nickname Kuji, which is not very original. Um, but beyond that, she's a bit of a mystery. And I, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole of these like online fandom sites of people trying to figure out all about Kuji, and I'm none the wiser. Yeah, well, you know, we all love a good conspiracy theory session, but up to nothing comes from it, hey? No, and so the, this this bizarre online reaction to this was quite entertaining to me because, you know, this is graphic gay erotica S&M stuff, right? And beyond. I I would have expected the audience for this sort of stuff to be kind of gay men, but no, it's young girls who I hope are over the age of 18, but it's very hard to tell. Well, it's some great relationship modeling. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's, it's clearly an abusive relationship, this story, but I was on the, the Tumblr tag for Killing Stalking and... Young women are into this relationship, like, to an unhealthy degree. I mean, young girls often are the core audience for things that sense. Even, like, pop singers like Troy Sivan, I know it's not quite the same, but it's, like, there's like something about that sort of petite, like, gay man. The that, twinkie. Like, yeah, that young girls seem to really... I don't know. If it, we have any female listeners, I'm sure we do. I hope we do. <laughs> Let us know why this does it for you. Well, so, so the, it's incredibly popular um, with the young female demographic, and in particular Italy, which I don't understand okay. why, but it, Italian young women are obsessed with killing stalking. That was one of the things that came out in my research. Um, also, I learned that this type of storytelling um, is a thing, right? So I was I was aware of kind of like Japanese yaoi. Have you heard of yaoi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was aware of that kind of like gay porn orientated stuff. But um, there's a genre apparently called boys' love, which when I first heard that sounded like a pedophilia thing. Apparently it's not. Okay. Um, which is all about these cutesy romantic relationships between adults, young men that young females are obsessed with, particularly in South Korea and in Japan. Okay. Do you think it could have, have something to do with, like, the cultural taboo of homosexuality in those countries? Or, I don't know, women are, young women are already, you know, they're, they're oppressed in these cultures too, so maybe it's, like, it's, it's relatable in I don't some know. way. If anything, it seems like the opposite to me. <laughs> if anything, it just seems like young women in Korea and Japan can, like, express their real fucked up homoerotic fantasies. Well, look, I hope it's helping. And in, like, in a socially acceptable way, because... Yeah, but do you think this is socially acceptable, or do you think this is something that young women are into, but it's all hush-hush? I don't know. They are proudly posting things on Tumblr. They're going to, um, I saw a lot of like Halloween costumes where one of them would dress up oh as Sungoo <laughs> and the other would be um, Bum. And there would be like this S&M ball and chain business. I don't know. They're, fairly, they're fairly out and proud. I mean, Yoon Bum's would be a pretty easy costume to pull off, I guess. He's basically wearing briefs the entire time. I feel like I slap a black wig on you and like give you two black eyes and you're perfect. Well, you know, I'm ready to go. Halloween 2020 <laughs> if we can. 
Um, so particularly fascinating as a topic. I don't want to spoil the comic too much, other than to say when you first start reading it, it just seems like like porn, basically. But it does develop into a really, really interesting and captivating story about uh, like people in an abusive relationship and how that can turn into a weird, fucked up sort of love. Thank you for listening to the Sinister Sissies podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Sinister Sissies, as well as on Instagram at Sinister underscore Sissies. You can follow me on Twitter at Jared Bartle, that is Jared with a Y. Sam does not believe in social media still, so you can't follow him on anything, but if you want to pass on a message, just send me a DM. If you are interested in supporting the show, we would be very appreciative of that. Uh, you can uh, subscribe to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sinistersissies. But until next time, stay sinister. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.